0: Welcome to Seasoned with Salts, a fortnightly podcast from CBN Europe. We aim to challenge both our presenters and audience with thought-provoking questions about the social problems Christians face. You can join in the discussion at let's talk at cbneurope.com. Sit back as you enjoy another conversation. Always seasoned with salt. Welcome to Seasoned with Salt. I'm Laura. And I'm Elisa. And we are bringing you a new fortnightly podcast from CBN Europe.
1: So, this week... Happy
0: or holy? Philippians 4, verses 11 to 13... I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I
1: can do all this through him
0: who gives me strength. Mm. So
1: it's interesting, isn't it, with this one? Many um, have heard the last part. Yes, so, um, yeah. That particular scripture and, and verse 13, I can do all this yep. through him who gives me strength. But you never sometimes read the context That's to right. it beforehand. And so with the true. context beforehand, it's a little bit more challenging than just the last bit at the end completely, so completely completely Objective for today's episode, hmm. how can we as Christians live for holiness? And holiness means pleasing God, surrendering, Ooh, these words, submission, Ooh. obedience, Ooh, <laughs> scary words as Christians, um, uh, rather than having the continual goal of happiness. Uh, living for Christ may not mean happiness as the world sees it, uh, as it may cost us, but we will have peace if we are living in obedience. Uh, God's will may be to bless us um, and bring good things upon us. Do we as Christians live for different ideals than the world does? Or do we also want a great house, a car, a nice job? Or is it more about being happy because we are living in purpose and God's will, uh, whether rich or poor? poor so it's meaty it's another meaty one just you're just full of this meat that's what season with salt is all about so
0: (laughs) should christians desire happiness uh, scripture is clear that he wants us to be content and at peace in any situation seeking his will constantly and it's only then that we will be truly happy
1: Mm, mm. but who defines happiness what is wrong with christians having a great house a nice car a good shoe closet etc the bigger issue is how we use these things and our motives Mm -hmm. so interesting points of view where are you going to start Well, I think
0: it's this thing, isn't it, about should Christians desire happiness? Because I think the world is very, very good at saying do what makes you happy as long as you're happy. Often you'll see that in like a New Year message. (laughs) I hope 2022 is a happy one. And it's like, (laughs) but how can we define happiness Mm -hmm. in that sense? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And I, I do still think that for Christians it should look different than the bog standard you know what wage do I get what house do I live in what car do I drive I mean surely 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 (laughs) our lives as Christians should be a little bit more than just our material possessions making us happy where does
1: it say in the bible (laughs) where does it say in scripture Laura you point me to it that says that you can't have both that you can't live in purpose or sorry that you can live in purpose Mm. and live with nice things around you I think we spoke a couple weeks ago on this and I said to you you know uh, what would what would God prefer Uh, somebody that has yeah a great career a lot of money and is using that money and the power of influence that they may have in whatever network or sphere they're in to spread the gospel to help the needy to look after the sick would he prefer someone like that or does he want someone that is slightly poorer maybe not as affluent someone that you know goes to church every week that is ultimately I guess maybe living in what they perceive as being purpose but doesn't have the Riches and the nice things, but isn't actually doing anything for their community. There isn't using any of their, even mm-hmm. albeit smaller areas of influence, yeah. to actually uh, disciple to anybody, to do any type of level of evangelism. Mm-hmm. So I think the question it, again, it goes back to how do we use what we have to be able to fulfill? our purpose Mm. Um, I think that that's sometimes the thing that I think become quite mixed and Mm -hmm. uh, as Christians I think we can be quite mm, a little bit judgmental of people that do have because you almost automatically think that they're only honoring money or fame Mm. or the riches or the power that they've got but that's not for us to judge Mm -hmm. I think maybe where I'm coming
0: from and asking those questions is how then does a christian stand out from the world in how they view those things mm. because i think you're absolutely right that somebody who has a lot of money if they're using that for god's kingdom and god's glory that is absolutely fantastic mm. but what i struggle with i suppose is that what i find Christians talking about and non-Christians talking about yeah. are very similar mm-hmm. in like, oh, if you bought a house or mm-hmm. you on the property ladder and oh, I just bought a car the other week or oh, I bought a PlayStation, whichever number we're on now, you know, <laughs> five. and five. But it's like you know, do we just go out and buy the PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. without even, I don't know, talking it through with our spouse or whatever and, and just go and do that as mm-hmm. Christians? Yeah. Or are we being more cautious with our money and questioning that and weighing that up before God? Mm-hmm. Are we then really surrendering that? I don't mean in everything like, you know, Lord, do I need to buy a pint of milk? I mean, for goodness <laughs> sake, you know, but <laughs> on the bigger things in life, actually making discerning decisions on those things. Is that you word know? Again? It's a very important word (laughs) in a Christian's life. And there's not enough of it, (laughs) Elisa. Just saying. But we can pray for it and God will give it to us. Mm, And I think that's key. I mean, that's that's the key on all of these episodes. (laughs) We just need to pray. We need to pray into it. And God will give us the discernment to know what we should do. Mm. And it's true. I think I just find it hard to have that conversation about where you live and houses, even with Christians. Mm. And it's like, oh, well, we rent. And people are kind of looking at you a bit weird like oh what did you do wrong then to only still be renting yeah. and, and there can be definitely like a judgement that you feel like you're being judged you're being almost condemned for that from God's perspective he's been able to call us to loads of different places during our married life and he's been able to say i want you to go there now and because we haven't had to sell a house and i'm not saying if we did own property that he wouldn't make the way for us to sell it yeah it's just it has been quicker it's been a quicker process Mm -hmm. to literally say you know month's notice or whatever we're going but we still feel that sting Mm -hmm. of people around us, family members, and it seems to be everyone and their dog at the moment, who are moving house Mm -hmm. into a lovely new home, you know that's theirs and we're still not even anywhere near on the property ladder and you can't help but then feel the effect of that yeah. and then I think well why am I feeling that though because if I'm living for Jesus
1: mm-hmm.
0: why? what has that got to do with anything really?
1: I think it's about where you where you stake your values is your values in what the world will perceive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as happiness in inverted yeah, commas yeah. which is generally set around material mm-hmm. things but you know maybe I would reverse that a little bit and just say to you that the reason that God has positioned you guys in a place to have no property that you own is because the purpose that he has for your life is that you can up and move Mm. when he calls you because Mm. your family will be a family that will be called to mission mm. on maybe mm. numerous occasions yeah. and like you said there's yeah. no reason to say that if you didn't have a house that you wouldn't be able to rent that house out or yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah, sure. it just makes it easier if you can pick up your bags yeah. pick up your family and move to wherever he's called mm-hmm. you from mm. so I think I think it goes back to what do we define are we defining as Christians maybe are we defining our happiness based on material things mm. that the world sees rather than the um, happiness that comes from that level of holiness and that level of living in purpose. Mm. But again, I go back to the question, why can't you have both? Yeah, yeah. Why can't I aspire to want to have my own home? Um, So Mm. for example, you know that I'm just starting out in my own personal ministry and um, I feel like God is calling me to have big dreams for that big vision for Mm -hmm. that big thinking Mm -hmm. Um, and in order to do that I need to actually command a certain level of income Mm -hmm. or contributions or whatever it is but I need a certain level of money Mm -hmm. in order to make that happen so I'm praying for that so are you saying to me that my ability to or my focus on praying for the money to really enable god to bring my ministry to life is the wrong thing even though it makes me happy mm-hmm. are you saying that i should really be saying okay do this on a poor do this regardless of the money because money let's be honest Money, material things are important and they're nice to have. I guess my thing is is that I don't know why they can't coexist in the same place. No, I think they can. If your can. motives are and your yeah, values if if, are rooted in the right place. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Because, I mean, the Bible says it's the love of money that is the root exactly. of all evil. And I think it's how we perceive... Anything that we have, I think the danger is, and I mean, really, it just goes back to the first commandment, doesn't it? That we should have no other gods before God. And if we're living and Jesus is at the center of everything that we're doing, then everything will flow out of that and he'll guide us in all of those areas and he will provide us with what we need Mm -hmm. and it may well be that he will bless us in a certain area i mean if we've got a gift of say hospitality Mm -hmm. he might well give us a home where we can open it up to serve others in that way Mm -hmm. and be hospitable um and like you say it comes back to what has God called you to do yeah. and how does that tie in with that? Because, you know, I know people who do have money and they, I would say that they do use that for God and they do tithe and they, you know, they put things back in, they give to charities. There's all those things going on and they're serving God as well. So it's not like there's one answer, you know, you've mm. got to be a pauper and then it shows that, you know, you're a real Christian, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's about our heart isn't it it is about our heart and you're right with um with the whole money thing because i know like for for years and years i've done radio shows for free you know Mm. i haven't had money for doing them and yet there does come a point where you do need money in order to buy new music yeah and to refresh what you're doing and if you don't have that coming in then that is, it is a need then, because you're having to rely on your own resources that you already have, mm-hmm. when actually there's a desire that God would give you more so that you can produce more and you can do more with it. Yeah. Again, it's about the reason
1: why, isn't it? It talks in scripture do not be conformed to the trappings yeah. of yeah. this world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and that goes back to what we're saying it's about your attitude towards yeah. the things of the world. Yeah. Are you chasing. Money, fame, fortune for all the reasons that are against being uh, obedient to him.
0: It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because sometimes we have to deny our own happiness in order to be holy. I'm just thinking of a time in my life when I was offered like a dream job. Mm. But I knew throughout the whole experience I had no peace and I knew God was saying no. But I really wanted this job. So I was thinking, well, it will work out like this, whereby I won't get the job. That's what will happen Um, because God's saying no. And every time I prayed, I would pray like, Lord, if it's your will, then open the door. And if it's not, close it. And every time I'd get discernment to what I would just prayed, it was as if God was saying, no, I'm not going to answer you like that. It got to the point where they did offer me the job and they actually said, we believe God is telling us. To offer you this job mm-hmm. and I had all this discernment inside no peace I was like God is not calling me here this is definitely not his will anyway a few days later I sought counsel lots of prayer confirmed it was definitely that God was saying no yeah turned them down on my birthday wow just for extra little sweetness there <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time I knew what God was saying yeah so I may not have understood it and in my heart I really, really wanted to do this job. But I knew also that God knew better. Yeah. And once I'd said no, and you know, the Bible says, let your yes be yes and and your no be no. And And someone at that place during the process of me kind of wrestling with this said that scripture to me. Mm -hmm. When you give your answer. Yeah. You need to know that the answer you're giving is where you've got peace. And if you haven't got peace, it's the wrong answer. Yeah. And that was really helpful to me. And it also showed me, because on my way to work and my job at the time, I was literally pushing metal cages mm-hmm. of stock around a hospital and
1: unloading it on the wards. That was my job. Well, wow. so that first of all, job. you just want to say here, it was not a glamorous job, but for all those people doing this job currently, we love you. We appreciate you. No,
0: absolutely. And that's not to knock anyone exactly. no, in you. that but job. It wasn't at your all. dream job. It wasn't was my your dream job. The, 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 the the dream job down. was a radio job. <laughs> you know, this was like... Oh, my gosh, why would anyone turn that down, you know, to go back to yeah. their day job being pushing metal cages yeah. around a hospital? I think that's that's what I mean. And in my head, it was kind of like, yes, what am I doing? You know, mm. but I knew God was saying no. What he revealed to me after that, as well as giving me such a peace that morning as I went to work after I said no, which made no logical sense. Yeah. But it's trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your I own understand. understanding. Mm. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Yeah. Exactly true. That's exactly true. Exactly what happened, yeah, and so I felt closer to God. I felt like I understood God more because I knew what He valued. We put all these emphasis on yeah. job titles and yeah, our houses and our cars and all of this. And actually, God is looking at our heart, uh-huh. He is looking at our like choices ultimately. What are you going to choose? Are you actually going to do what I'm asking you to do, uh-huh. or are you going to do what you want to do? Mm. And I just wanted to do what God. Wanted me to do ultimately. Yeah, I hear. You. And I think that's not saying, oh, look, listen at me. I'm an angel. You know, I made the right choice. There's probably loads of times when I haven't, and I've probably <laughs> chosen the wrong thing.
1: <laughs> You've chosen the and happiness like, route rather than what the are you
0: doing? Holiness route. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm only human. But on that particular example, I really felt like, yeah, my desire was to please God. It was to do what He was telling me to do because. If you pick your own happiness over God's will for your life, then you're actually not going to be happy.
1: No, I hear you completely. (laughs) Because the reality is, if you look back at your definition of what holiness is, Mm. which is pleasing God, surrendering, submission, Mm. obedience, Mm. uh, rather than this continual pursuit for things and status. This um, billionaire, Stephen Bartlett, he's one of the youngest billionaires in the country, um, really humble beginnings. And he was talking about, I guess, the expectation of individuals. So he was born and raised in Africa. And the expectation of people in villages and townships there, um, not all, this is where he came mm-hmm. from, getting a bowl of rice to eat was the expectation. That's what they were striving for, where you've got billionaires that he's around all the time, where if they're in a Michelin star restaurant and one tiny thing is gone wrong or is not to their liking, uh, you know, their expectation is that that's appalling customer service or sure. it's appalling for the establishment that they're sure, in. And so sure. I think it becomes down to expectations expectation and if our expectation as Christians is to focus on the worldly um, materialistic mm-hmm. vanity statistics yeah, yeah. that we can get caught up in we all yeah, get caught all up definitely. in it um, you actually miss the ability to learn more about yourself like you did with the turning down of the job and like you said it was your dream job but you decided to actually say that the happiness of myself and what I think is right for me actually isn't as important as surrendering to the discernment that God has given to me in this moment even though that goes against everything yeah. <laughs> that was screaming really yeah, in yeah, your yeah. heart.
0: Totally. And I think as well, I have probably wrongly from that, I've kind of believed somewhere along the line that God is never gonna bless me yeah. in that area to work in that area. Yeah. Because of that closed door turned down opportunity. And I remember somebody who wasn't a Christian at that time saying, Oh, I hope you don't I hope you realise the opportunities, you know, when they come your way. Yeah, you you don't see live them for to, what they yeah, are, you know. Regret, regret and and regret it. it's like but but if I'm living to please God and yep. do his will, then I haven't failed because success in the world's eyes yep. is irrelevant in comparison to God's will for my life. Because yep. He knows the plans that he has for, for me, me and they are plans to prosper Woo! me and not Jeremiah, to harm me. Jeremiah. So come on, that is where it's at. And And really, I think being able to know that and to be secure in that. Is freeing, isn't it? You oh know, my the truth gosh. will set you free, so and free. it's so so true. Yeah. We we don't need to be caught up in other people's expectations, yeah. other people's judgments, and weirdly enough, you know, now that I have got this job, which has been totally of God and the timing of it, but I mm-hmm. but I also think God, He really changes us as yes. we go through all those other experiences, Absolutely, and yes. it's not like you know, oh, I've I've made it now, like this is the pinnacle of everything. <laughs> you know, we have to look at life as a journey and we've got to be listening to his voice whatever that is Mm -hmm. and that is my heart's desire and so I think God has kind of gone at a time when I was like still thinking oh that's not going to happen so almost sceptically kind of going knocking on this door start to believe God doesn't want you to have the things that are in your heart yeah absolutely to want to do because Mm -hmm. you have a passion for for using you know presenting and and all of this hunger inside of me to talk about Jesus and share him with people it's not like God was saying never it's just that was just one opportunity that wasn't for me
1: absolutely. and it's
0: growing in that and realizing, oh you know, God is a good father and if my heart is right and my motives are right and I am, pursuing holiness then that can actually lead to happiness oh too, you absolutely
1: know? I 100% agree with you and I think that I think it's really important that we make a point here of saying that we're not saying in any way shape or form that having nice things pursuing you know careers where no. you're in positions of no, affluence where you're um, got really great homes or great material things or a wonderful car God is wanting all those things absolutely. he wants us to have as much nice as our our heart uh, can can hold because actually it says. In the scripture if we go back to it yeah. i have learned the sequence of being content in any and every situation and yeah. this is a key part whether well fed whether you have a lot yeah uh, or whether you're hungry and you have a litter yeah. whether living in plenty or in want Amen. and i think that's the, well, that's actually one of the key parts of yes. this is that his desires for us are uh, outside of what we class as mm-hmm. the happiness of the world. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying that, actually, I want you to be content, content and happy in every single situation, yeah, exactly. in every single part of your life, exactly. whether you've got a lot or whether you've got a little, yeah. Yeah. whether you uh, have plenty or whether you're in want, whether mm-hmm. you're well-fed or whether you're hungry. You know my story. For those mm-hmm. of you that don't, I gave my life to Christ it's coming up seven years and eight four. But before that, I was in the secular world working, um, earning six-figure salary, had a lot of stuff, and by the world standards, and my own at that time, extremely happy. I didn't know any different. So for me, my aspiration was, yeah, incredible career, the clothes, the car, all the things that you think. Mm -hmm. But I remember getting to this point where I'd just been promoted into a position, really senior position, first female to ever be promoted in that company's 25 year history to that level and I remember coming home feeling empty and I cried in my car and I just couldn't understand why I was crying I remember calling my mum I was living in the US at the time calling my mum and speaking to my husband uh, my late husband at that time just saying I don't understand why I feel empty like this is what I've been working for this is what I've wanted this is what this has all been about. Yeah. You notice that I, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. That's what I had been working towards. Yeah. So why yeah. was I not feeling happy? Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling happy because there was something inside me that I did not know at that time yeah. was Jesus saying, no. No you may think you're happy, but what I have for you is something far beyond the riches that you're seeing, far beyond the salary, Mm. far beyond the status. It was emptiness (laughs) there. And I think this is a perfect scripture, if Mm. I'm honest, and a perfect conversation around just that example. And it goes back to your example of the radio station Mm. is that you can, we can desire the things of the world we can be working head, head first towards them. Yeah. But I'll tell you something, when you get to that point and you realize that actually it doesn't feel right and that it's yeah. not enough, and most billionaires will always want more. You yes. see it all the time, millionaires, yeah. billionaires, exactly. that are just completely unhappy mm-hmm. because actually there's something that's missing. Mm. And that thing that's missing is that level of holiness, being able to um, be obedient, being able to focus mm. your the pleasures of what you do um, at what god wants for you and sometimes Absolutely. that means yeah doing without sometimes yeah. that actually means making decisions to walk away mm-hmm. from things that you think are making you yeah, happy right. but like you said earlier that level of freedom mm. that we both now have yes. being able to sit here together doing seasoned with salt in new parts of our lives because we've made some decisions along yeah. the way yeah that from the world's eyes would look crazy. But if someone was to say to me, would I go back? Mm, Absolutely not. Never in a million years. The level of freedom that you feel by obeying what God is asking you to, having faith, being in a place of having to say, like you did with your job, okay, I have no idea what's going (laughs) on right now. But I'm just going to say no, because (laughs) it doesn't. (laughs) feel like this is what God yeah, is asking exactly. of me. Exactly. And I think that's the whole point, right, is that he's saying that he'll make you content. He wants you to be content in every single situation of your life. Don't, don't think that it has to come by money, worldly, mm. and having mm. all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and equally, we're not saying that it actually has to come at the expense of not having. No, sure. It's not about you and your relationship is. with God. Is. And that goes back to that word you love. Discernment. Discernment.
0: It yep. is. It is about discernment. And I also think, though, when we do take those steps of obedience, even though they are really scary to do, because you're like, oh my, what, what the heck am I doing? Uh... <laughs> but when you do, it's like God gives you a window into his character that you would otherwise never Absolutely. have been able to see. And it's that that is the gem. It's mm. that that is like, I don't want to swap that for the world. No. because. I am getting to see God in a way I've never
1: understood. I think if we're now starting to like look at what do mm. we give our listeners to take away from Absolutely. this. Because I think for a change, this is one thing that we actually agree I on. I think we do. <laughs> Living in our purpose and having peace and all those things. It's not easy. You can't ever oh, say... Okay well, I don't agree with that, actually, God. <laughs> I say it to him all the time mm. because I am in that moment trying mm. to understand yeah. what are you actually asking yeah, of me? Like, sure. this is a big deal. Sure. Like As we know, in this moment, like I'm, I'm grappling with a real situation where I feel like God is asking me in my ministry and my time here to set big goals mm-hmm. big audacious goals yeah. be brave be yeah. bold but I'm frightened I'm trying to catch up with where he already is mm-hmm. and so I'm constantly having this dialogue saying hmm are you sure that seems a bit big <laughs> and I just see him laughing because he's waiting for me to catch up yeah and sure. so I guess the point is it's okay to want nice things yep. it's okay to be fearful mm-hmm. it's okay to grapple yes. with the challenges the decisions about being obedient mm-hmm. it's okay okay to do all those things because god will wait for you to catch up that's right and he is patient he's patient patient, with us he really is and he does help us through
0: it to find that so i think taking away from today we can say it's about living in our purpose and having peace by obedience Mm -hmm. to god's will for us and ultimately that is what makes us happy i think that's the key yeah the key point to take away but also just because we've been blessed with riches it doesn't mean that we're living unholy lives yeah it's really important <laughs> <Take> that away <laughs> don't feel condemned if you have a lot of money in the bank exactly it's okay. um, and holiness it may mean that we have to make tough decisions yeah that's a, we might that's have to a sacrifice stuff as well i
1: don't even think it may mean it's a given. it will it is yeah, a given. it requires absolutely. that of us. of
0: course it does but God's faithfulness will sustain us. We are testament to that. Got to remember that. Absolutely. And so I think true. that
1: if everybody listening, if you really truly thought back in your lives to a time where you made a tough decision to be obedient, to submit to God's will, whether you wanted to or yeah. not, that He rewarded you for yeah. that yeah. level of holiness what we're really desiring, I think we, at that time you kind of have to take yourself back to remind yourself that actually remember what he's brought you through and the happiness that you felt yes. when you've been obedient. Don't you think that as well it's key to say that when you are obedient sometimes the blessing won't immediately come. No that's right, that's absolutely You won't absolutely immediately true. see it, you yeah. then have to yeah. have faith and apply yeah. the faith element of what we believe yes. as Christians to yeah. know that the promise yeah and the blessing is coming yep. but also don't go into it with an expectation because no. sometimes we can really do that god, that's we, right if i give up this yes no god exactly
0: exactly and that's not good
1: that's not what is asking because then it's like you feel
0: oh well i've come out of this empty-handed yeah but actually it's for god to know when the right time is for oh. you to have whatever Absolutely. it is you're wanting in your hands if you're not ready to hold that thing mm-hmm.
1: Then he's not going to give it to you. So, for example, with the, the role that you gave up, like how long was it from that saying no to where you are now? What was the time period? Thirteen years. Thirteen
0: years. <laughs> Don't all freak out if you've just made a decision. So, <laughs> honour God. To However, but again, having said that, that is thirteen years from turning down a job in radio to getting a job. Mm -hmm. in the media and getting paid for it so i've i've had opportunities Mm -hmm. over those years to still do radio and still be doing that and still using those gifts for god's glory again i see all of that as god working and weaving all of that and putting me in the right place as a person Mm -hmm. as well in my in my obedience i think that's a huge test because actually looking back had i been given a yes at that point. I actually don't think I honestly don't think I would be the person I am now.
1: Every place that he puts us, every journey he has us on, it's always about getting us to our purpose, closer and closer and closer to the purpose of the promise that he has on our lives. Mm. Um, And it's for us to decide Mm. how do we want to do that? In what way do we want to do it? And I think that, again, it leads into the final point here, really, well, which is we need his help to continue in holiness. Um, And that word... That very important word, we need to pray for pure motives and to obey him. I have learned the secret of being content Mm. in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things, Mm. all things through him who gives me strength. Mm. So just be obedient. (laughs) We shall leave it there. <laughs>
0: and we will catch you in a fortnight mm. for another episode of Seasoned with soul Looking forward to it. And join in the conversation. Oh, yes. Let's talk at CBNEurope.com.
1: Absolutely. we love us. to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Send we'll us your what thoughts. You think. Did you agree with us? Did you not? Uh yeah, let's talk at cbneurope.com or follow us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram and YouTube at CBN Europe. Um and just yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Brilliant. Love you much. Bye.
0: You've been listening to Seasoned with Salt, a podcast from CBN Europe. You can continue the discussion at let's talk at cbneurope.com. We'll be back in a fortnight with another conversation seasoned with